Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Buffalo Plus podcast. Um, coming up in just a moment, it's a conversation between myself, Mike Catalano, along with Jenna Cottrell and Dan Fates. It happened right after the Bills' victory over the Miami Dolphins. We talk about the game. We talk about the way the Bills played and what they need to change. Now, that's coming up. The Bengals hold on on Sunday night. They beat the Ravens, so that means it's Bills and Bengals. Orchard Park, the game will be played at 3 p.m., afternoon game on Sunday. So Sunday at 3, Bills and Bengals. Now, take a listen to this week's Buffalo Plus podcast. Welcome back to the Buffalo Plus podcast presented by Connors and Ferris. I'm here with a special playoff edition of the podcast, and it is all three members of the Buffalo Plus team. Full house. Dan Fates, Mike Catalana. I am John Acotra. The Bills beat the Dolphins 34-31 in a nail-biter at Highmark Stadium as the Bills continue on to the divisional round. Mike it looked like the Bills were going to just jump out in this game, and then Buffalo made it very hard on themselves. Bills come away with a win, but what's your takeaway from today? The positive is they won the game, and that's the most important thing. But if you're listening to this, you're a Bills fan, and you're saying to yourself, we got to stop doing this. Like, at some point, it's going to catch up to them. And it's an old joke about quarterbacks. They'll say he can keep both teams in the game at the same time. I think Josh Allen did that today. Was he awful? No. But his mistakes were glaring. He didn't get a lot of help on some plays. I didn't like the way the offensive line played. Uh, But I didn't like the way the play calling went. But you cannot turn the ball over. You can't make that many mistakes. You can't be so casual with it. But somehow, Dan, they survived again and they'll play again next week. Yeah, survived again, because this is what this team is. I I know we want to think of this team as this well-oiled, fancy machine that just rolls in and, you know, picks up their, was it, seventh straight win, Mike? Eighth straight? Um, And they're just not. They're just not that team. I'm not shocked. Not that guy, pal. Yeah, I'm not shocked by the way that this game went. Once it was 17-0, I was like, oh, this game's over. But then again, this Bills team has let other teams back in before. Like, this isn't anything that's that new to this team this season. So, ultimately, like Josh Allen said, it's survive in advance. It's a one-week season, all those cliches, but it works. And that's all that matters. It's just so concerning because I feel like this is who this team is. Like, they, every team stays in the game against the Bills, essentially, because Buffalo really, at some point, feels like they refuse to kind of close teams out. But, Mike, I mean, how much... 
do you think that can bite them now as they move forward? Because, I mean, it's the playoffs. We know these games are going to be really close, but the Bills made a lot of mistakes in this one. Okay, so, Jenna, they have the point. They're up 14 nothing, and they drive, and the ball goes to Knox in the end zone. Looks like a touchdown. Looks like 21 to nothing. Okay. They called it an incompletion. It was very close. You know, the NFL is still not sure what a catch is, but it's fine. <laughs> they kicked the field goal, 17 to nothing. And then what happens? In order, with plays in between, Bass kicks it out of bounds. Okay, not the end of the world, but you give it to a team with a rookie quarterback at the 40. They get down and get points, and Allen throws deep. Fine, they had some shots deep. It's picked off. Not only is it picked off, they run it back 50 yards. Yeah. Then they have them fourth and two. You got a chance right there. Miami played aggressively. They just went for it all they, the time. They yeah. fought today. They absolutely did. Matt Milano. The best player on their defense misses a tackle in the wide open field that would have gotten the Bills the ball back. Then they get it back. Allen goes deep. Khalil Shakir, excellent catch over the middle, gets up, starts to run. You think they're reviewing to see whether he got touched down. You see on the replay, he didn't hold on to the ball. So they lose the ball there. They punt the ball. They give up a long return. Then they throw one to Beasley, off his chest, up in the air on the hit, interception. Next thing you know, Dolphins score. It's a tie game. I mean, that is a plethora of mistakes. And that stretch, Jenna, okay, Allen's deep ball. Defender made a nice play. You're throwing it 45 yards down the field. The rest of it was spread out amongst players, wide receivers, uh, defense, special teams. Like, how many mistakes, Dan, can you make in a second quarter to just give another team life? And that's what they did today. Really quick, Dan, before you jump in, I just feel like that was the biggest issue is those those mistakes kept compounding yep. because it was not just the offense. It wasn't just the defense, special teams, too. It was like the whole team collectively at certain, certain points of this game was a letdown. I think it felt like the Bills thought they were playing against a better quarterback and felt like they needed to take more shots. And, it, and I just don't think they needed to. I know we disagreed with this on the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel about – Mike, you had said that in, the, in our uh, post-game blog, you talked about they were dumb mistakes. I thought the Bills played dumb at times, whether it was overly aggressive when they didn't need to be um, dumb mistakes shooting themselves in the foot, dumb mistakes on special teams. They almost had a punt return ran back on them. Like, it was some lackluster. And, again, there was a time when that stadium was eerily quiet, like preseason quiet, like no energy in that building because – like you said, those eight plays over a whatever, whatever it was, an eight-minute span, the second quarter pretty much couldn't have gone worse, Jenna. Yeah, no, it's true. That's something, too. Like, we talked so much about this matchup pregame and even before of just, like, it's Skylar Thompson, guys. Like, 14 yeah. points seems insurmountable for this Dolphins team. Mike, I mean, I thought Skylar Thompson played pretty well in this game, and I feel like the Bills made him look like he was so much better than maybe he actually is. Well, I don't know defensively if they thought he couldn't make those throws. I got to say, his numbers weren't great. He got let down by his own players on numerous occasions, and even when there were incompletions, the one big mistake he made was the pick. Like, yep. and, and I blame some of that on McDaniels because it's – They've got the ball deep in their own territory. It was like third and 19. How about the first play of the game? They took the shot to Waddle, and yeah. it hits off his shoulder Shoulders. pad. Yeah. yeah. And, that but in that Waddle. case, the third and 19, you're trying Trey. to make a play, but you you gave the Bills, you know, and, and Elam made a play, and the Bills got it back. But I thought the rest of the time, when that guy needed to make a throw, 
He hung in there. He put the ball where his guy could get it. Yeah. He made some plays on third and long. I mean, this is Skylar Thompson. He hasn't played. And I know we can say, well, you know, he's got Waddle and Hill. Honestly, it didn't feel like, wow, Waddle and Hill are just individually killing them. It felt like when he needed to get the ball to somebody, he found a way. And it was it was glaring how I thought I really thought they would be able to attack this guy. Now, Dan, they also put him in great field position yeah. for the majority of the game, and that helped him. And when they did get him deep, the Bills got a turnover. So obviously we had argued about this on the podcast on the Buffalo Plus YouTube <laughs> channel about, you know, making Skylar Thompson drive down the field. That's what I said. When in doubt, punt it, pin them deep, don't make mistakes to give them momentum. I thought it was a poor game plan. I thought they poorly executed that game plan, and I thought they did exactly what they couldn't do. Mike, the Dolphins didn't have a single drive over 40 yards. Okay, but let me ask you this, though. Okay, on those plays, like, you're right about some of that, but Allen's throwing the ball from midfield, deep down the field, and it gets picked off near the goal line, and he runs it back almost 50 yards. I'm saying is you weren't... But why do you need to take that shot? Because it was single coverage and he's throwing down the field. And there are times. Now, that wasn't the play I had the problem with. I had the problem when you're deep in your own territory, you need a first down. It's a game now. And they just threw it deep. And they kept trying to get Gabe deep. And they didn't hit it. That's where I had the problem with it. But what I'm saying to you is, in their own territory, Allen gets hit, fumbles it, coughs it up. They take it in for a touchdown. Like, they made those kind of mistakes too. And... It almost didn't matter where they were on the field. They made a mistake. I would say the only thing they didn't do today was turn it over when they were in the red zone, right? There's they a turned pos- it over. Yeah. Positive, everybody. They turned it over <laughs> in numerous places. They fumbled a couple times near midfield yeah. and got it back, including a punt on their own side of the field. So, yes, I will agree on the idea of not looking over the middle of the field. And I don't know forgetting where number 14 is for the second half yeah which is crazy because Miami doesn't have anybody that can stay with them and if they are shifting that much defense to them then other people should be wide open so I didn't I did see not it like from the my game level that Dorsey called at all from my level on one of the third downs Josh I think tried to throw it to Khalil yes and was Gabe wide open like deep it would have been a far side away from the tunnel on the far on the Dolphin sideline. I know one time it was Diggs, and Diggs looked over oh, he with was, the hands in the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I saw that. That maybe that's what I'm talking about because he was pointing. I, I don't know. It was just that was when things were falling apart early third quarter. Yeah. And you're just like, what is going on? Well, it was after. I'm trying to think. It was one of Allen's turnovers. Usually you see him and like. You see Josh, he'll go to the bench, he'll get his iPad, he'll look, <clears throat> excuse me, he'll look at things, like he'll have the team around him. But he just kind of stood by himself. And I saw him like decline, like getting a jacket put on and all this stuff. You could tell. And that's where I got worried. And that was early third quarter where I was like, ooh, like Josh, we've seen Josh when he needs to press. And sometimes that's when the worst Josh Allen comes out because he feels like he has to do too much. And then he puts the ball into precarious situations. I think you're hitting something on the head there, Janet. I think they don't have enough trust in the other parts of the game. But at some point, somebody needs to step up and say, there is 10 other guys on the field. 
Like, I think Josh has taken this whole season upon himself. And there are times he is spectacular. Yeah. Um, and he had some great Like, time out, time out, time out. That was just a showman for the one. Now, look, I got funny you. about that, right? So that second time out, <laughs> when he threw lovely. the deep ball, um, and, he did, and it was close, and the Dolphins, I'm not sure got who him. was going deep there, and they didn't catch it. Everybody was mad because there was audible, you know, groaning after yeah. they said, uh, you know, prior to the snap, timeout. If the Dolphins would have caught that ball, yeah, everybody would have been like, "Thank hey, God." Hey, hindsight's he twenty twenty, Mike. Yeah, yeah, it is a funny thing sometimes when you see something and you don't know. And you know what? The truth is, whatever jo- whatever Sean saw on that play, the guy got open deep. Yeah, and they just missed hitting a big play. So. But the other one was on a nice play down near the goal line. It would have forced them in a longer set, and they ended up converting and getting a touchdown there. So it was um, it was just <laughs> bad all around. It was that. gross. Yeah. Icky, I think, was one of the words we described Who it as. came up with icky? I, I did. I thought that was an icky win. But I want to say one thing about the ref. I heard his voice so, so much, much. <laughs> yeah. and it wasn't because of penalties. Like, there weren't a whole lot of flags thrown in this one. It was just him constantly being like, we're going to review this. We're going to review that. Reset the game clock. Where it's this, that. Like, it, it, was, it was just so like, funny. I was like, what is, uh, this guy is constantly talking. You heard him in the press box and being like, reset the game clock to 4.07. Every time. 407. And just like you guys with me, they just didn't listen. I try to tell you stuff. Oh, my gosh. You just dismiss me. I... By the way, just a little update here. We're on the way driving home, and I just want you all to know. Dan and Jenna are in the front seat, and I'm grandpa in the back seat here. <laughs> you are a grandpa. I know, but I'm not your grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're still a grandpa. Huh? Hey. <laughs> timeout. <laughs> that timeout was brilliant, oh. Dan. All right, let's touch on some of the good things, though. Uh, I thought Kair Elam played yes. really well today. I mean, Dan, what did you see from him out there? Because he... I felt like he made some of those big-time plays that we've kind of been waiting to see, especially yeah. the interception. I think that really yeah, changed interception things. Yeah, interception was huge. And then that play on fourth down in the fourth quarter, that was huge. Yeah, I think we all agreed that the turning point of this game felt like it was the Kyrie interception. And that was one of those moments. We've joked around about it before where everybody talks about, do your 111th. It's like, well, sometimes somebody's got to do something more. Yeah. Like, somebody's got to step up and make a play. And Tremaine Edmonds had, who I thought also played extremely well. Yeah. He had got his hands on a ball and wasn't able to pick it. And I thought, like... Man, the offense is struggling right now. They're turning the ball over. They're frustrated. The defense has been playing well, but somebody needs to step up and make that that play that really kind of turns the momentum back. And that's exactly what Elam did. Um, he, he went in. I don't think he was playing fully, but Dane went down with cramps or something with his knee uh, and, and really kind of filled in nicely. I also thought Kyrie played well in that last Bills-Dolphins game um, towards the end. Yeah. Uh, did some nice things go. against Tyreek Hill. So, yeah, it was good to see some encouraging signs again of you know young players stepping up in big moments when this team's needed. Yeah, no, I agree. And then uh, Mike, yeah, Gabe Davis, yep, also had pretty uh, pretty good game. Yeah, I thought he looked like the old Gabe today, and I thought he made plays, and I thought he became a weapon for them. Um, you know, he got a touchdown. I mean, he was he was good. He went over 100 yards, which is good to see. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a year ago that he had <laughs> the greatest game in playoff history for a wide receiver, which is something. And, look, any of that would help. Now, I still want to see something where you're getting the ball to Gabe 
but you got to figure out, you know, it's 13 and 14. Like, I, I think every moment when you're not looking at 14 is a plus for the defense. Like, they're just going, because it's Diggs. He gets open, he catches everything. Like, he just makes plays. So, it is good to see Gabe do that. It's good to put that on tape. It's good to have everybody more concerned about him, yeah. which they should be. But, man, Diggs' numbers will be good, but I think he was a little frustrated, and I would be frustrated if I was him. Dan yeah. says it all the time. If you're going to force it, force it to 14. And also, I, I, we talked about in the earlier in the week, it feels different when Gabe gets involved compared to like when Diggs gets involved. When Diggs gets involved, it's like he energizes the entire team in stadium. Yeah. Yep. He gets up, yeah. he pounds his chest. Like he's he, funny. He was just animated whenever he makes those big plays. The one play was the the ball over the middle that Khalil Shakir went up for, but it wasn't for him. <laughs> yeah. Diggs caught it, fell down, and then threw him the football. Yeah. Like that was here, funny. here you go. You I got it. So I, again, I think there is a point. Because of the fact that, look, three out of your five wide receivers aren't really doing much. Beasley caught a touchdown today. It's the first time he's really had any impact since he's been back. He also caught a big third down over uh, the yep. middle for about 25 yards. Yep. Yeah, that, that, was, was, a, a that was a big play. Yep, but he also had a couldn't connect on a fourth and two on the opening drive and then had the ball bounce off him for an interception. Like, he isn't— Yeah, that was, that was the first pass. That was on Allen. It was a bad throw to him. Look, I, I, you know, Beasley is Beasley. I thought Allen has missed him twice. He missed him in Cincinnati, and he missed him there. I don't there. think he's Beasley. I don't think he's. I don't think he's the Beasley that we wish he could be. And I, and I don't think that's his fault. He's been hasn't been playing. That's tough. To he still can make some plays. I was and he did say, make I think it's too early to tell. Honestly, I know that might sound silly, but I just feel like he's still getting. He, maybe you're right. He's still getting into a rhythm. But I thought. The, while the interception was poor and that first the play in the first quarter was not great, down the stretch he made big plays that the Bills needed him to come through on, and he was able to come through on. All right. It's not every player is going to be perfect all the time, but I'd rather have a guy playing better in that second half as opposed to the first. That's I, fair. Um, that being said, I have a question for you guys. Uh, who do you think was the MVP of this game? Huh. Isn't that a good – I thought that was a good question. Michael? Ugh. I feel like normally we'd say Josh, but I don't think it was Josh today. Yeah, I mean, Josh is so involved in every play. Yeah. I, I think he – like we said, he kept both teams in the game for a little while, making some mistakes, putting it on the turf. Um, you know, I thought the wide receivers, like we said, digs in the first half, Gabe with more plays later. Uh I, I really like the way Elam played. I yeah. think I it's I, hard to say MVP, but that was a massive play for them. And I think he gave them a big lift. They needed somebody to make a play. Um, I'll say I'll, I'll say Elam because he was really impactful on a play like that and came up with a big play. I mean, Allen just makes a lot of plays during a game, and so you can, you can almost always say him. Yeah. But I don't know if there's another one guy – and then I'm going to combine a couple guys on defense. I'm going to put a couple of, you know, draft picks. A firm, former one and a two, right, a two, with uh, Boogie and Shaq. Yeah. yeah. I thought they both played plays. Shaq got a couple plays behind the line of scrimmage. Wow. Set the edge one time when it was like four guys on one. Again, these aren't winning the game. Yeah. But they were impactful plays. 
I forgot Shaq was a draft pick. That was a yeah. old Rex yeah, Ryan Rex, pick. Yeah. Rex Ryan first rounder. I, I don't know if I have the MVP, but man, I understand he had that drop. But Khalil's third down catch over the middle, back shoulder throw, was huge. Yeah. That scene, another rookie, yeah. That kind of seemed to get the offense yeah. going again. It was a great catch. And stop it was the bleeding. Not and, and a you smart s- throw. No, 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 no. It was in coverage. And, and you saw Allen's reaction was all kinds of fired up for a, you know, just a first down. Well, they, That was they, how important of a play it was. You're right. Now, there was a penalty, so they would have gotten a first yeah. down, but it would have been five yards and a first down. Yeah. In yeah. this case, it was it was somewhere around 30 yards yeah. Yeah. on that play. No, that was huge. That was. And it's a shame he didn't hold that other one because yeah. it would have uh, put yeah. them in a great spot. Because he had a nice catch on the opening drive, too. Like, I thought, again, I, I'm – all four more Shakir and less Beasley and Brown. It is kind of cool to see these guys who are rookies who've had up and down years make big plays in the it's the biggest game. Every game yeah. now, we can yeah. sound like them is the biggest game. It's yeah. the only one and they both did not look applies. like they did not look like it was too big for them. Yeah. Yeah, they came up clutch in some big time moments. All right, um, Boogie was all over the place. I also thought Tremaine was flying around too oh, on defense. Tremaine, you know, we talk a lot of smack. That hit, it was awesome. We talk a lot of smack about Tremaine coming into this season. Do you know he's young? <laughs> Stop it! All right, Jenna, time but, out. But let's <laughs> let's talk about the smack we talk about. Well, wait, what wait, wait, we wait, say Jenna, is, who's your MVP? No, I would say Kyrie. All right, because I think the, what he did, and I mean, he did shut down. I felt like Tyreek Hill. Like, it's not like Tyreek Hill had this phenomenal game. I feel like in general, too, like the plays that he made and just, you know, you're kind of nervous him going in there, Dane going out. You're like, man, the Bills are thin at, at corner, all this stuff. But I thought he played really, really well. And I agree. I think I think Elam's pick really put the Bills in, that, in a good position, obviously, offensively. They got the touchdown after that. And I felt like that gave them a chance to kind of take a, take a breath, take a pause and regroup, in which they obviously needed. Then that play on fourth down, I mean, that was a game. And he was able to break up that pass. So yeah. I think that was a huge play by him. Um, and we'd give so much to Allen and all this stuff. I didn't think Allen had a great game, obviously. I, I think he had his moments where he really stepped up. But I'm going to give it to the rookie. And yeah. did you see that video pregame? Of, uh, no. Yeah, uh, Jenna showed me I that I was going to say, I don't, I don't know the, the child's name, but she's um, was diagnosed with cancer. Her cancer came back. Kair Elam's her favorite player. And pregame, Kair went over, picked her up, twirled her around, gave her a big hug. Um, so that was a pretty cool Love moment. Yeah, yeah, really, really cool. Yeah, that was that was great. That looked so genuine yeah. and nice and sweet. Yeah. And then he went out and played like like a really good player. So yeah. that's good for him. Jenna, when you were talking about um, Tremaine, the, we all know Tremaine is a really good football player. What has always frustrated everybody is him not making impactful plays that we maybe just – we don't see enough of them. Boy, he made them today. He yeah. covered people in the flat. He made that big hit to knock the ball loose. Ooh. He looked like that guy today. And by the way, speaking of that, uh, Skyler, don't call me Tage Thompson here. Uh, he's 18 of 45. I thought, and we never thought that was what his numbers were. No. I thought the guy hung in there, I did took too. hits, threw the ball, put it on the money a lot of times. 
I mean, sometimes he just chucked it away, which was probably the smart play. Yeah. But he ended up with a couple of picks in the game. But I, I thought, thought he gave them a lot. I thought he made the Bills work. They scored 24 points on offense, albeit with some short fields, certainly. But they scored 24 and got the other one by the defense. So they I'm sorry. Fought. I'm sorry, Skyler. I uh, made fun of the name. Not his name, but as a quarterback. And made fun of him being a seventh rounder. I thought he showed a lot of guts in this game. I did, Played too. Played it tough. I mean, you look at the AFC East now moving forward, and you're like, wow. Things are a lot different than they were even a couple years ago. All right. Yeah. We were going to... We were going to talk about something. Oh, the press box. So for this game, Mike was in the press box. I got to join him in the press box. Dan was down on the field. Um, so I got to see how the other half lived for this. And they live pretty comfy. I'm not going to lie. Sorry, Dan. I am literally don't mean to smile. But there's so much food. Uh, it's really good. It's warm. It's comfy. It's cozy. They tell you all the stats. It's pretty sweet. So I now am mad at Mike for every game because so here's it doesn't the even deal. feel like for work when you're know, up there. Jenna walks in the press box, and there's people all over, national, local, Miami, everybody. She walks in and say, I'm here. What's all the fuss about? <laughs> and then she goes, where's my seat? She starts yelling at people, moving them around. Yeah, if you know she, me, that she is. She just <laughs> goes upstairs. She, she tells somebody to get her a plate, like just acted like a well, boss. Well, I'm not going to lie. At one point, you were talking to someone, and I was just sitting by myself, and I was like, dang, I don't got any friends up here. Oh, <laughs> like, please. No. Everybody was a little surprised to see you coming they upstairs were. in the high-rent district. They were. I know. But, Dan, uh, normally, the normal protocol, as you'll see, because Dan will be in the press box next week, um, the normal protocol is to go eat lunch at halftime. Uh, Jenna thought 10 minutes to go in the second quarter was enough time to wait. First of all, the game was so long. It was. The longest game ever. I was hungry. I was like, Played I'm going to go fast. when the food is fresh, before the line, and have time. You went up before the line? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a little was aggressive. That's a little tacky. That, is that tacky? Or you smart? the first one. I wasn't the first one. I was no. not the first one. Uh, was it Vic? I no, who so. did we see? Did Vic go up I there? I don't remember. Somebody you went can't up be early. the first. I wasn't the first. I was not the first. It was a, it was a bit There of was actually a bunch of people up. Not a bunch, but. So, Dan, they had multiple salads. They had a beautiful tomato have salad. The salad. <laughs> they had mulberry restaurant meatballs. meatballs which were banging. chicken wings, assorted wings, and all this stuff. Dan, what did they have down on the field? Ham and cheese sandwich <laughs> on a croissant. <laughs> um but I got I got a good lunchbox this time around. Oh, that's, I had that's um, key actually. Two mayonnaises and two mustards, and they Sweet. both opened. They both opened. <laughs> so oh, so good. you were. What about the cookie? The cook, the, it's not the cookie isn't what it used to be. Do wow. they? If you open a cookie, does it have rings You've in it? Changed. Like how you tell how old of a, a tree? No, is. actually, no. the cookie is usually the best part. The cookie. But and I the will Lay's say this: chips. this is the first time too that the sandwich wasn't in a plastic bag. It was actually in like a. Uh, to-go container. Oh. Wow. So they, they stepped it up for the playoffs. Okay, maybe it's that. Or maybe they just hear and they listen to the Buffalo Plus podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, Jenna, you got to experience that. I know. Well, next and Dan, week. next week. So, um, and then we'll see. For, we'll see what Atlanta's got in store if that's where we're heading for the championship <sighs> That's game. my birthday, and I'd really like to be working on my birthday. I'd yes. like to be working on your birthday, too. Yeah. I don't know what just fell but that doesn't sound good um all right it was good press box is good dan i know it'll treat you well this upcoming week 
Bills continue on as their season moves once again now to the divisional round. Anything else, gentlemen? Yeah, you can uh, tell everybody about the merch. Oh, yeah, we have merchandise. Be sure to check it out. We've had a lot of fun. <laughs> Somewhat <laughs> some pain setting up the website. But, I haven't had oh any pain. Oh, my gosh. We've been pain, painless. I popped off on Mike and Dan earlier this week because they were of no help. So if you support me, go to the Buffalo Plus so merch aggressive. store. Well, I'm waiting for Dan to pop off because Jenna popped com. off at us, and I popped off at Dan's <laughs> so trying to help me Dan. on the field. Dan was just trying to help Mike get on his jacket. I was trying, I was trying to get my IFB on for television, and Dan was like, here, Grandpa, I'll help you. And I was I like, leave it. me alone, you young whippersnapper. I got it. Um, Very rarely does Mike snap it at anyone. And yeah, Next truly. week, Dan is going to snap at somebody. Yes. I hope it's not I don't us. know who it's going to be. Yo, I'm waiting. scared now. It might be Ken Dorsey. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hopefully not, though. All right. We're going to wrap up here. Please be sure to listen to the podcast, comment, like it. I <laughs> forget what they do. Download. Download it. Yes. Subscribe. Yes. Um, also subscribe to the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel if you have not done that. Uh, we always appreciate it. And if you like our stuff, uh, buy some merchandise. Show it off to your friends. Tell everyone about it. We've had some fun designing some shirts and stuff. So be sure to check everything out. For Mike and Dan, I'm Jenna. We'll catch you next time here on Buffalo Plus.